Being a black girl born in this world, you get the black girl experience. Our experiences are all wrapped differently, but they are all the same reality. The magic behind our mutual reality can offer joint rewarding life lessons. Her Storybook Podcast will explore our connecting stories and start or even continue the healing journey our hearts truly desires. So let's begin this journey by honoring the truth of our past chapters and picking up a pen and paper to write our stories. Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the Her Storybook Podcast, where we heal from our past chapters and create new ones. But of course, we have to revisit our old chapters and have enough trust and courage in ourselves to do so because it's not easy. And we have to learn from it. We have to analyze it, you know, figure out why certain things happen, what choices we made, learn from all of that. And then moving forward in life, you create new chapters for yourself and you are the author of whatever chapters you have in the future, despite anybody else's stories or words that people want to project onto you. Nope. You create your own stories. You create your own path. And that is yours because it's your life. So, yeah. Um, but today has been going pretty good. Well, my whole weekend was pretty good. Um, yeah, my whole weekend was pretty good. I went out yesterday out for brunch with my friend Destiny. Went out with my friend Tania from college and then one of her best friends that she grew up with. We all went out to brunch for her birthday and it was really nice. And then we went to her house um, afterwards and played like drinking games and just had a good time it was just good vibes all the way around and I just appreciated that because I love just moments like that where it's just like it's just good vibes just feels good feels nice and yeah and then today I went to church and it was a palm Sunday. (laughs) I love me some palm Sunday, and it's only because in college I think it's my it was my freshman year and me and my friend, well, not, well, she's my friend, and she was my roommate, um, Imani. We went to church that Sunday on Palm Sunday, our freshman year. And at that time, we had a new lady as the preacher at our um, chapel, our school chapel. chapel. And I think that was like her first time preaching a message. So we just, we never heard her voice. She had a very high-pitched voice, kind of like high. Um and she's a very sweet woman, but we just remember on that, that Sunday, like they gave us palms and stuff. But she just started saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And it was just the way that she said it. And you know, when you, <laughs> you and your friends are trying not to laugh, but then y'all look at each other like, girl, let's calm down. And then we just like had to <laughs> hold it in because we we're going to bust out laughing just the way that she said Hosanna. It was really funny. So then it kind of brought up that memory today at church because everybody was saying Hosanna. We was waving our little palms today. And uh, yeah, it just just brought up memories. But church today wasn't that, like the word wasn't heavy. Well, we still got words today. But the church that I go to right now, um, they have like, uh, they're kind of theatrical overall. But I guess because, like, they just try to give that service to the people that come there so they can enjoy it. Yeah, so the church, the word wasn't that heavy today. But they did have, like, I think, like, segments from the play that they were doing. Um, and they were performing for us. Um, or maybe just a, a smaller version for, the, you know, the church service. And it was really enjoyable still. Um, and then they talked about, 
I forgot her name, but it's I don't I think her name, I think it was Mary. Mary Mary I wanna say Magnumine, I think But whatever. They were just talking about her today and how like um even though like she had some oil, she done sold or whatever, but like <laughs> she still was like, I'm gonna take my oil, this oil that I have, and I'm going to literally pour it down Jesus' head, his feet, um, and just like honor him with that. And you know, one of the disciples was like, this is just a waste of time. Like, why is she doing that? But like, Jesus like, this is not a waste of time because she, whatever little that she has, she's still honoring me with it. You know? And with her little, like, she is still praising me. Some people, you don't have to praise God with dramatic things. Like God has said, if you just have a, a mustard seed of faith, he'll take you a long way with just that. And even with people like, even in Bible, like a person gave like a few pennies, but that was all they had. And they gave it to God. And it's just like that type of faith, that type of dedication to God, even if it's just a little bit, if it's all you have, is still good enough. And it's not a waste of time. So I really love that. And this is going to be people in your life that's going to see you do your little bit of things and look at you and criticize you for the things you do. Um, talk down on you for the things you do. Think you are crazy for the things that you do um, and you invest into in how you love, even how you love yourself. <laughs> they will look down on that because they don't know even how to extend that type of love to themselves or to think that their small is good enough. And they will look at you and think that you just, you know, you was a mess and you wasting your time, but no. Your little that you put in for yourself every day, the little that you put into people you love every single day, the little that you put into God, your faith, um, the work that you put into being positive, all of that stuff counts. <laughs> it is not a waste of time. And it's like you got to start off with a little bit in order to, like, you know, progress and have something amazing one day. So don't ever think your small steps. Your little things that you do everything every day for yourself is a waste of time because it is not a waste of time. But I did love that word today. That was a great word for me. And I even got up and went to the altar. I did not want to because you know what? One thing my friend has said, even though this is like a new church and I'm used to being around um, churches with my family there. And um, yeah, so like my friend, even when we were in college, this is another friend. But when we were in college and we used to go to chapel, her grandmother is a pastor. Her grandma taught her, don't let everybody put their hands on you. So when I don't go to these churches and I don't know these people, I don't like everybody praying over me and putting their hands on me. But I decided to go up there because it was like overall like cause of the altar. And I went up there and, you know, got my prayer over me. And um, it took a lot of courage in me because I just, I, I was a little nervous to do it. But I did it. And um, I enjoyed it. And I'm happy that it was an older lady right there and she held my hand while I was up there because I was a little nervous. But she held my hand and she made me feel, you know, comfort and just less anxiety because I be having anxiety nowadays. Um, but it was just great to just feel that that person there with me to go through that because I was a little nervous. Um, but it was good. And, um, yeah. It's just been good at the time. And I want to say another thing, like, even though I'll be healing sometimes, like, sometimes I've dealt with people that were toxic. <laughs> or I have, or I let myself deal with people that were toxic. And I was being a little toxic, too. Then. 
just uh, child. But even like even with life, sometimes like you can have a dysfunctional life and have crazy things going on all the time. But then some days I'm just like nothing is going on in my day. Nothing is going on. But like nothing bad is happening. But then I just be sitting here like, dang, like is this this is peace? And sometimes I used to get bored with it because I think you can't get bored with it sometimes. But like now I just try to like let myself sit in that and just like accept it and love it and love those moments and do something probably nice for myself in those moments even if it's just something small like cooking myself dinner or doing little self-care activities like doing a face mask or something or, or just turn on a tv show that i might love and like um or just doing something simple for myself you know scrolling on the internet um reading a book in those moments because it just like my life is it's peaceful sometimes and it's it's nothing crazy going on and I'm just like yeah it's that it's definitely true when they say that you can like be addicted to like traumatic things and things triggering you and like sometimes you're not used to having a peaceful life so you do go out there and find toxic people and do something crazy so you can bring a little I guess excitement in your life because you're probably just used to toxic things um but no be bored. Be at peace in your life. Accept it. Um, let it be what it is. Don't, well, don't think of it as boring. Just think of it as a peaceful moment. <laughs> that is peace. And just take, you know, noticing that, like, if I were to go out here and deal with something that was traumatic in my life, or I put myself in a toxic situation, or if I go out here and make an issue just to have excitement <laughs> in my life, like, just, like, Sitting there and just like, if you were put into those situations, you would have an attitude. You would be angry. You would be frustrated. All these emotions would happen. Then just like, you don't, you don't care to be in those emotions. But just think about when you're at peace. I don't have to be angry. I don't have to be frustrated. I don't have to, you know, be upset. I can just be at peace and peace is nice so yeah so accept peace peaceful days happy days and the days where nothing is really going on just 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 love on yourself during those days so for this episode today i want to talk about like my journey with love um and how the process of basically trying to heal myself and kind of get through my trauma and like face my trauma um and I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all right now I'd be scared of using the word trauma I, I think I've tried to run away from the word trauma a lot with this podcast but dealing with myself I have to admit to myself that I've had a traumatic life to a certain extent um we've all had it we've every person has had it um, there is some type of situation in our lives um, where it has hurt us in some type of way. And some of us, traumas are crazier than others. Um, some people's trauma happened when they were very young and they kind of messed up their adolescence. And even now they haven't healed from it. And then there's people that probably experience a lot of trauma even when they're older. Um, and it's easier to deal probably with it through that trauma because, like, you know, you're older. Um, but if you had trauma that you never healed since a child, oh, it's a little hard to get over because it's, like, engraved in you. Um, but it's not impossible to, you know, not heal from that. But 
yeah. But I was just trying to embrace it. You know, we're all, we all had issues um, in life. Like, nobody has had a perfect squeaky life. We have all had things that have happened in our life that has affected us. That goes for every single human on this earth. Some people could act like they've never been not through nothing and judge somebody else. I'll talk about somebody else. But we've all gone through something that has affected us. So don't, you know, say the word trauma as if it's just like a painful thing. It is a painful thing to a certain extent. But trauma doesn't have to hurt. <laughs> you can heal from trauma. And you can embrace that trauma and be okay with with who it has made you today. Especially when you go through the process of healing. I love that I have scars now because it made me such an intuitive person. <laughs> so I think you should look at trauma that way instead of looking at it as something very negative. Because like I said before, we all go through things. And if we heal from those things, if we trust ourselves enough to heal from those things, our outcome can be so much better because we had that trauma. You know, it's either you're going to get the lemons and just sit with them or you're going to get the lemons and make lemonade. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I want to just say, like, through this process of healing myself and also just processing my own trauma, um, it has also taught me how to love myself. And I didn't know that the center of a lot of my issues was love to a certain extent so even with love like so when I started this podcast the first story I told y'all was about how I was part of the story but it was about how I how I lost my virginity which I have have you know forgiven myself for it um I'm, I, I don't be very honest about it, but I just felt like before, I didn't know, I don't say I, I didn't know, but I was very, how do I say it? It's very difficult for me to say certain things, but for me, when it happened, I can tell I was in a place where I really didn't love myself because... If I truly loved myself and I were to go back in that moment, I wouldn't have lost my virginity that way. But instead, I did it because I was just like, you know what? I just don't feel the best right now. I don't know if I like myself. I was in a very clouded place. I must admit that in my life. Um, and like I said before, like I just wanted somebody to just stay with me. And I was willing to do anything to make this man stay right now because he was giving me affection. <laughs> Sad to say, but that, that was what I needed at that time because at the time, I can say I was dealing with the loss of my father and grieving from that, but not knowing, and also not knowing how to grieve from that either. But I was dealing with so many other things um, at that moment too, and I have not shared all of that, but I was dealing with so much at that moment. And at that time, I was not that expressive with how I was feeling. And I never have been that express expressive. I can tell I wasn't expressive with my family to a certain extent. I didn't even know what I was feeling or how to process my feelings um, or felt like I was safe to do so. Um, and that stems from feeling like I had to do everything my whole life, too, and I had to protect myself and I had to 
to protect myself. I had to take care of myself. I had to be there for myself emotionally, even when I didn't know how to. But that was my protective mechanism. And even me and my therapist was talking about that too. But I did all those things to protect myself. Um, even though it's not a real way to protect myself, but that was the way of protecting myself as a child was to distance myself from everybody, distance myself from emotions and just be shy and all this type of stuff. Like that was my my protective my protective mechanism. Because um, if I if I open myself up too much too much to people, then I I wouldn't be hurt. Um, that's just what I I felt. Um, because I, I felt like when I went through stuff as a child, I didn't have my family there. And I used to feel, too, I was talking about there, but so I used to feel guilty for feeling that feeling, but it was true. I didn't have that much support um, when I was a child, nor did I know how to get that support either. Um, and even when I talked about my assault as a child, like I felt like I was wrong for speaking about it. People made me feel that way. Um, then when I was with the therapist, therapy as a child, like when I would go to my therapy sessions, I would not, and that's why I thought it wasn't very helpful for me back then either, because I would not discuss what happened to me. We talked about other things, and my therapist was fine with that, because you know, as a therapist, like they're only going to go to, um, they're only going to discuss what you want to talk about. Like, they're not going to force you into anything. But even as a child going to therapy, I was, I would not really talk about it, and we would just talk about other things or just how to cope and breathing exercises and meditation and stuff that you know play games because I was I was young um so that didn't really help therapy now as an adult has helped me because I you know I'm have enough courage to talk about certain things so um it's helped me a lot now <laughs> didn't help as much as a child because I just didn't feel like I could talk about what I was what I was experiencing or what I had experienced um my family didn't give me that grace or that 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 safety to do that I never got that um but I give that to myself now because <laughs> I love myself that much now to give myself that and if anybody else is doing that I pray you have the courage enough to give yourself that to speak about what happens to you um to own your truth to own your story and um not think about nobody else when you do it. That's a very selfish thing. If you think it's selfish, it is selfish. Because it makes sure that you're good. You're not trying to protect nobody. <laughs> you're not trying to spare anybody else's feelings. You're trying to make sure that you are okay. So, yeah. That, um, but that was... <laughs> dealing with that boy and how that happened was a very um, traumatic experience for me. And, like, when I... Did after I did it, like so many people, they didn't plan out just say like, oh, they were not disappointed in me, but I was like, Kenny, you chose to lose it that way. And then I got like certain people that would judge me, but I think certain people were just like, I don't know why you did that, but I'm still here for you. And then, you know, you know, I'll go through that moment with you. Um, but it's not, and not look at me any different, but, um, or should I, I shouldn't even care if they look at me different, but like, you know, people did question it, um, a bit, but it was, I never experienced anything crazy, um, well, one thing I felt like was crazy, but I never experienced, experienced anything like people really heavily judging me that were close to me, 
I mean, some people did, but I probably don't know what they said about me. But people that are really close with me, they didn't, you know, judge me to the full extent of just like, girl, you did this and then third. Like, I didn't get that from people. Um, but I don't know. I didn't feel bad about it in the moment or before. I just felt horrible about it, like, later on. Um, People can look at me like, why are you so dramatic? Because that was my first time. Like, damn, it was my first time <laughs> being with a man intimately. And, like, I didn't enjoy it. Like, it wasn't how I would have pictured it. I would have pictured it more so with a person I love, <laughs> not with a random. Because I, I was grown and I've been saving it. And, yeah, but, um, yeah. But when I look at that moment, because I... I've been learning because I've never been in love before, which I've noticed too. Like I never, I didn't have a relationship in high school to puppy love. I didn't experience none of those things. So for me, nobody has ever broken my heart yet. <laughs> Nobody's broken my heart. My heart has been broken in ways. Um, and I feel like even if my heart get broken a lot of times, like I was still, you know, want love with a person. But my heart was, I've never been in love yet. So... I didn't I didn't know it's it's a real strong game out here it's a game like it's a game with people and relationships sometimes um and how even sometimes when a man can get over you I don't know if in the situation that I was in that he was trying to really get over me but he probably he probably was because I think at a certain extent when a person is very low and you have to be very cautious of this and letting yourself entertain people at a time when you are emotionally very low and you're going through things is to not let doors be open for a lot of people um because when people see that you are weak in some way they will use that to manipulate you to use you to play with you and to me so sorry to say i feel like he the door was cracked and he came in and he did that and um he, he played a game on me he won <laughs> he won and um even afterwards, like, he, he tried to talk to me, but I was just like, no, still. Because he probably was trying to, you know, get back in this, this tight cat, baby. <laughs> he was probably trying to get back with it, but, like, I, at that point, was kind of just disgusted. Because, and it was, like, around the time I, I was at homecoming, too. He contacted me about me coming to see him. And I was just like, you know what? I don't ever want you to talk to me again. Because, like, before that happened, we chatted a little bit. Um, but I feel like in a lot of things, I was by myself in that situation. Um, yeah, I just felt like I was, I was alone a lot. We're dealing with the aftermath of what happened. And he wasn't nowhere around. And um, I had to deal with that by myself. He wasn't there. <laughs> Didn't really help with nothing. So I, um, yeah. I don't know if I want to explain everything, but just say that you know he just he just wasn't there. <laughs> and um, then it was just like okay, when I'm, I guess I'm back and I'm better. Now you want to mess with me again? But it's just like I don't need a man just to want to sit there and fuck me. I would rather 
you know, have a man invest into me, love me, care for me. I want that instead of just having a man wanting to get me, <laughs> you know, having a man only want me when it's, you know, right for him or it benefits him. Like, no, um, no. <laughs> so and I'm sorry I gave you that perception that I wanted that because I, I don't want that. Um, but after that moment, I was just like, I can't talk to you. Because you just, I just felt like you just really played with me the whole time. And I don't like feeling that way. I don't like men making me feel that way. So, I just got to let you go. And I'm, we're not talking no more. Don't never try to reach out to me and talk to me. And even after I sent him that message, like he was calling me a few times and texting me. And I just ignored it because I was just like, mm -hmm. I could tell like even with him, I just felt like, he was the one I let just in, at the end of the day play with me. And I, like, it, it's hurt and it's weird, but knowing if you are the broken girl, <laughs> if you were the person that has gone through a lot of things, um, and even if you don't necessarily know how to love yourself, people will take advantage of that. You'll become a pick Misha because you want somebody to love you. You'll be freak Misha for somebody <laughs> like me. Because you want somebody to say or love you, um, you would just experience um, a lot of people just trying to play with you because you are that girl. And some other girls know not to, you know, have men play with them or know that it's a game. Well, they, they do know that it's a game. But then women like me, I believe in love. I wanted love. Um... I'm nice. <laughs> I'm hurt by a lot of things, and I and I want to say one thing: like a person that has experienced trauma, how you view the world, how you view yourself, is way different than a person that has not experienced that. Um, yeah, and it just kind of hurts when you experience people noticing that because they know, like how you know, but they'll just play with you because of that. And it hurt my feelings too. Um, I'm not trying to be too sad today, but it hurt my it hurt my feelings. But you know, the world is not fair. People are not always going to be nice to you, and people are not going to always want the best for you. So, just notice when that happens, and know that that will happen, and that you do have to a certain extent protect yourself. Um, if you are a person who did not get that emotional. Um, love um, that people support you as you were young if you did not get that be very cautious on allowing people to come in your life you know be cautious on knowing the signs when a man is going to play with you and how he's going to talk with you and notice that and just like move accordingly and choose yourself at the end of the day and possibly don't even say nobody while you're going through the process of like healing or you don't know how to love and just just don't leave that door open sometimes. Sometimes you got to deal with yourself first. So then that way you're not accepting BS because you don't even know how to put up that, you know. You don't even know how to close the door, lock it. You don't even know how to put the filter on so that good people can come to you. Um, or even that you can personally entertain things that are best for you. Sometimes you're going to entertain things that are not good for you. Um, or not being fully aware like consciously being aware of like 
all the toxic things or things coming your way. You Sometimes you just plan out, don't see it. But be very cautious in that moment um, to be patient with yourself while you're going through that because people will try to use you and manipulate you just because they feel like they can get over on you. And, if, and for some strange reason, these people get off on that. They feel powerful because of that. They feel like they won because of that. Like you got over on somebody that's going through a weak moment in life. And they just feel like I'm that nigga. They just feel like they just won. <laughs> they feel good about themselves. It makes them feel good about themselves very weirdly. I just feel like taking advantage of another person makes them feel good about themselves weirdly. I don't really know the full extent of why it makes them feel good. But it does. Take getting advantage, taking advantage over you, um, makes them feel good. And I would just say, if you are the broken girl, if you are a person that has experienced trauma, understand that because you have experienced those things, you are very fragile. And because you are very fragile and you are very lost, be very cautious about what you entertain, because everything is not good for you. And people will try to belittle you because of it. Um, people will try to manipulate you because of it. People will try to gaslight you because of it. I just feel like if that happens, just be very cautious with yourself and knowing that about yourself. And maybe even take a break from receiving love from everybody else. Or love that you can possibly get from other suitors. And focus on yourself for a certain time that's why I went through a self-love journey just because I've realized that I was letting myself be played by these men too it's, part of me is me because I, I was accepting a lot of things and I was entertaining a lot of things that did not serve me not always consciously but I just did it unconsciously and if I can do that unconsciously that's a problem still and um, for me it's about noticing it Okay, we notice it now. What are we going to do now so that that doesn't continue to happen for me? Because I have hated that I went through heartbreak because of that. I hated how I did not feel my best because of that. I hated how it made me did feel unworthy um, for a good person or that I just felt like bad things were constantly happening, happening to me. I was not accepting that no more. I realized something is wrong. And... Um, dealing with love and I just said no Kennedy what well, has to change um and part of that change was starting to love on myself and giving myself a break from dealing with men <laughs> um dealing with love partners or not being like overly like finding love with somebody like just focusing on loving myself and maybe you have to walk through that journey of learning to love yourself and giving yourself that love because you didn't get it when you were younger, to be truthful, and learning how to get that to yourself now. So another thing that I've learned during this process of healing myself is that a way I can show myself love is to parent myself. Um, I've learned recently, and me and my therapist was talking about this, but like my parents didn't give me the emotional support I needed they didn't give me the mental support I needed growing up um, and they didn't give me all the love I needed um, 
And it's not that my parents never did anything good for me, but, like, there are certain things that, like, my parents didn't necessarily embed in me as a child so that I can grow up as a grown woman and, you know, be a functioning grown woman that loves herself and is fully confident and knows her worth. Like, I didn't get all these these things from my parents. And I can say one thing, too. And I think I probably mentioned this before. I don't know. But I know that, like, when I was in college and I went to um, the college counselor and I was talking to her about a few things, because um, at this time in my life I was experiencing real bad anxiety from... Because I went to school from winter break and I was coming back to school that spring semester. And I know, like, I was having really bad anxiety. And I was kind of telling her, like, what I was experienced when I was at home and this, and third, and what I just dealt with in life. And I was talking to her about it. And um, she was just like, your parents... They didn't give you everything you needed. And I don't know. I don't. I just felt like she just cursed at me. Like, she just said the wrong thing. Like, I can't think that way about my parents. But my parents did not give me everything that I need. And sometimes your parents do not give you all of the things that you need as a child. We have to be very honest about it. Some parents are not able to give it. And they're possibly not able to give it, especially because a lot of parents, especially black parents, have to do a lot to just take care of their kids, to make sure that they have clothes to make sure they have food so sometimes when your parents come in the house they're too tired to love on you they're too tired to give you that type of affection that you need um so there ain't no time for mom and mommy and daddy to love you um so there's that and i know my dad worked a lot to take care of you know his family so um he didn't always have time for us to spend quality time with us as kids we got that time but as adults or not adults, but even as like teenagers, um, even being in high school and stuff, like we didn't get that all the time. Um, and then sometimes, like I know that even with parents, like sometimes parents don't even know how to support themselves emotionally because they never receive that from the, their parents. So giving me emotional support and mental support as a child. I wasn't going to get that. You're probably not going to get that. And it's because your parent cannot give you something that they themselves do not have. My mother, for me, as I'm starting to learn more things about my mom, um, I just know that from what I see and what I know, that my mom did not get that emotional support. So sometimes I would get really sad because I felt like my mom did not love me enough. I felt like my mom did not support me enough when I was younger and dealing with coming out about my assault and everything. I didn't receive that from my mother. Um, nor did I feel like she allowed like other people to give me that. But it was because my mother never got her support for what she has experienced as well as a, a young child. So, and it's just like a, a generational curse, but my mother didn't also get that support she needed. So there was no way that she could give that to me. Um, and sometimes I get, I used to get mad at my mom because she couldn't give that to me. But I've realized now that she cannot give me something that she does not have. Um, so it's, knowing that my parents cannot give me all these things, I have to now know as an adult now that I have to give myself all those things that my parents should have given me. 
But I have to give that to myself now. And it's okay to sit there and say, my mom and dad didn't give me what I need, but I can give myself these things now. I can literally just parent myself. I can love myself. I can give myself hugs. I can um, tell myself I'm beautiful every single day. Um, Cause even like now, like I have to tell myself, cause I didn't always have those moments where my daddy told me I was a beautiful little girl or times where we always used to go out and do this, that, and the third. Like I didn't always have those moments. So, and even as a father's father daughter relationship, like your dog, your father is supposed to install confidence in you. He's supposed to make you feel like the princess that you are. And even though I had those moments where I felt like a princess with my dad, it wasn't continuously, especially when I was going through a hard times mentally as a young girl. I didn't always have that. My dad, my mom, and dad wasn't always um, able to give me those things. Um, so I, I do feel like since I didn't have that, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence. Um, I didn't have. I didn't always know my worth, and um, also with parenting myself now, like I have to be very vulnerable with myself to say like you didn't have those things, um, and. It's just like a whole process of being very vulnerable, being very vulnerable with myself, being very vulnerable with my therapist and telling her all my issues, like being vulnerable with other people in my life that love me. Um, it's just it's just a lot. But I just have to learn how to be vulnerable. Um, it's showing, you know, vulnerability, um, which I just feel like I never did that because I just feel like I just it was always me taking care of me. So like now I have to let those guards down because other people want to come in my life and love me so I have to let love come in which is another thing I've, I've been learning with parenting myself is that I don't have to do it by myself um and that I can be vulnerable enough to say I I, I, I don't necessarily know how to parent myself but I want to learn how to parent myself um or even love myself so just being open and vulnerable during this whole experience is very uncomfortable for me but it's worth it. Um, and even with my therapist, we're talking about ways we've been talking about. So even with my therapist, we've been talking about ways on how I compare myself. Um, even with like certain other coaching things that I've been going through, I'm learning how to parent myself and love myself. So all of those things have been helping. And I'm going to encourage you all to do the same things. Um, learn to parent yourself. And what I was saying before, like learn to teach yourself to have confidence. Learn how to love yourself and be nurturing to yourself and to other people in your life that you love. Learn how to do these things. It's a very uncomfortable journey if you have never had it before, but it is not impossible. <laughs> it is. But it's going to take a lot of vulnerability and, like I said before, trusting yourself to go through that process and have enough courage to do it. Even if you do it alone or with not, not that many people um, as you used to have, you have it in your life. Um, but go through it because it's worth it. So another thing um, this healing journey has taught me is that um, I have to really just accept what I did not have or I don't have. And I have to be comfortable with that. Um, and sometimes just like having acceptance about a lot of things helps you with those upsetting feelings that you may experience. Um, as a person that has experienced trauma and who is healing from that, from those things. Because I have noticed, like, even though I have experienced trauma, like, I will get upset at people 
um, because they didn't love me a certain way. Like, I would just get so sad about those things. Like, just sitting there, I would think about it. I started having anxiety. I started, you know, crying. Um, just started being really emotional about those things because I didn't receive those things and it really hurt my feelings. And I felt so many of those emotions um, recently. Um, and it would just, like, devastate me. I'm going to a whole rage of pop blue. People looking at me probably think I'm crazy. Um, but it really was affecting me, um, especially as of recently, or especially after my dad passed away. It was really affecting me. Um, cause I, wasn't, I wasn't holding back on my emotions no more. It was all coming at me at once, and I had to feel it all at once, and it was a lot. Um, but I had to just accept things for what it is. Um, not getting upset at things anymore, but saying I accept it because this is just the reality of what I have experienced. And um, I had to learn how to love myself by accepting things. Um, I had to, you know, and that's kind of how my self-love journey started because I had to learn that even though I can't get, I didn't, necessarily get everything I needed I had to like give myself those things and love myself um I can love myself by nurturing myself now because the little girl needed it back then and she still needs it now because she shows up a lot now um I can parent myself and that's also how I can love myself um and I also learned with loving myself, I can learn to love myself instead of finding love somewhere else with someone else. And I can also learn how to love myself instead of finding love somewhere else with someone else. Um, because I've noticed that even with me, not knowingly knowing I wanted these feelings of love, I was searching for it with so many other people, um, especially with you know, potential partners. I was searching for that love with them instead of having that love within me and just me fully loving myself and being my best partner to my own self. But I was seeking love out from these people that I was entertaining. And I've learned that recently. And um, even through this journey of like loving myself. And I just feel like, when I just told myself, I was just like, I know I don't ever feel like I need to go out there and get love from nobody else because my love is the best love I'll ever have. Truly, honestly, the love that you give yourself will be the best love. It's a continuous love that you can just pour out to yourself throughout the day. Um, and you never have to think if it's going to cheat on you, <laughs> betray you. Like, it's just you loving yourself. And if you do betray you, it's like, girl, now you got to sleep on the couch because you don't know how to love yourself. Like, <laughs> But it's like, my love I give myself is enough love and then when this person now comes into my life it just feels like you just add on to the love I give myself and you just are my partner to do life with but I know at the end of the day I still have me and I love myself so I don't you know depend on everybody else's love because if you depend on everybody else's love that love can be taken away easily and then when it does you'll get all messed up um probably over there crying over there stressed out because this person don't love you no more going through a, a mental breakdown emotional breakdown because this person is not with you no more um and um you start questioning yourself like why did they say why did they love me maybe love yourself let that motherfucker go <laughs> because 
they they were just not meant for you no more girl let it go but you don't seek out nobody else to love you no more you're just like i'm okay with the love i give myself and it's always going to be enough when a person comes into your life they should just add on to you you all should both invest into each other that's what happens this is your partner to do life with it is not a person that you receive all your love from you receive forms of love from them um which strengthens that partnership but Love should always be with you. You should always have love with self. I'm also learning to accept and be comfortable with people. And I'm honestly letting myself form relationships with people more in depth. I feel like sometimes with people, I do have a like a little guard of, I can be very standoffish too. Which <laughs> I'm coming to realize like sometimes I don't have the best experience with people because, bitch, I'm standoffish. Like, I do not. I be so guarded, but, like, I'm trying to, like, learn to, like, let that guard down a bit. Um, and know that it's okay to build, you know, bonds with people. But if I get to the point where I just, like, this, this person ain't my person, it's okay. Um, you know, just don't let yourself be as open with them. But, like, if, you know, if they're a good person, then you let yourself be open with them, be friends with them. Um, let their love come in to your life because sometimes like a person can love you a good person can come along and love you but you so called off that you don't experience that love from the other person that they want to give to you and sometimes I'll be feeling like oh a person want to love me it must it must be for a certain reason they must want to do something they must want to hurt me um, or they must want to take advantage of me I don't know but Instead of thinking that all the time with every person. Um, or thinking they got something up their sleeves. Like just let them love you. Let them say I love you freely. And let yourself say back to them. Especially if you feel that way. I love you too. Um, so I'm trying to let myself be more open with people. I'm also trying to let myself be more open with making connections with people and not trying to be so scared about it because I do be a little scared about it because I just be like, mm, I don't know, girl. I be in my head overthinking things sometimes when I don't need to. But, girl, let a person want to come in your life and love you, let them love you. Um, and, of course, that takes time. But the right people going to come in your life and the right people going to come in your life and love you and you'll just know. And sometimes, like, I want to say this too, like, if you experience so many trauma in your life, like, you are going to be very guarded, a guarded person. That's your way of protecting yourself. Know that about yourself. You probably will have small groups of people that you really love. You probably won't be have a bunch of friends or anything like that because, like, you are a very guarded person. And that's okay to be like that. Some people look at that and be like, mm, you are doing too much. You are fake. Like, you don't like nobody. You, mm. Baby, this person don't went through things. They're not a, a big social open person like that, even though they can be. But sometimes building connections with people takes time for you. And that is okay. Because you have went through things that affected your ability to form relationships with people. So give yourself grace and understand that about yourself. Because I had to understand that about myself. I am not an open book. I am not going to meet somebody and be friends with them in a matter of seconds um sometimes with people it happens for me um but other times it just doesn't happen and it takes me a longer time to form relationships with people and that is okay because the process of just going slow and being patient with people 
your relationship will be even stronger with those people. So don't look at it as a disadvantage. Um, you are most likely going to have people around you that are very genuine. Um, people you really actually do love and they do love you. And it's a very true and genuine connection with people. So do not look at this. Because some people just, I'm going to tell y'all, some people that are just like very outgoing, they just have everybody around them. Everybody ain't their friend, but just they always just have a good time with a lot of people. Um, and uh, they have a big circle, but that just doesn't mean that they have the best relationships with all these people, all these people that are best friends or nothing. These are just people they keep around just for entertainment. Um, but and that's just them. That's what they do. And that's probably just not what you do. And that is okay. And through this process of just loving myself through this healing journey, I've discovered love for myself um and i understand now that the human love is imperfectly perfect it is not a perfect love and um yeah but before i and i've learned even with my healing journey and learning about love i've learned that as a person that experienced trauma we can over exaggerate love a little bit <laughs> we can put a magic stamp on love like it's the most magical thing ever on this earth and when you don't really necessarily know what love is you will create a big um you will create in your your mind this big magnificent experience for what love is and i've learned that like even when i was talking about this before on my podcast episode about it was on part two but it was my podcast episode Let's talk about what unhealed boys have taught me about love. And this is part two of that podcast episode. And I've talked about like love and God and how God said that love should be patient, kind, it's not possessive, it's not these things. But that was the God, that was God's definition of love and the love that He extends to us, right? But when love is placed in our hands as human beings, that love is not perfect. It is not always going to be. The love that God gives us when we when we have love in our hands. Love sometimes is going to be trial and error with us. We strive to have the love that God has for us um, or how God loves us. But we are still humans. We are humanity. We are human beings having a human experience. And the way we love is not always going to be great. Sometimes our love is affected by the trauma we experience. Sometimes our love is affected by fears that we have about love. Um, sometimes our love is affected by expectations from other people. Sometimes our love is not, it's not open. It's not vulnerable. It's not, um, sometimes y'all, y'all be loving people that be possessive. Okay. It'd be very possessive. And some people even use, say they love somebody, don't even mean it. Some people can say the word I love you just to use you and manipulate you. Some people can use the word I love you and don't even have and not and knowing that they're going out here and cheating on their partner the next day it'd be crazy um but yes like our human version of love is trial and error um and even for me sometimes i was growing up and i saw my parents relationship and it wasn't always the best love and i was talking about this before like even with christian and sean like do it so that people love each other but it's in the way that they know how to love it is not in God's version of love, but it's the way they love, know how to love. So when we have love in our hands, it is love. But it's from a point of only how we know how to love. So we can try to love the way God loves us. 
but it takes time sometimes especially when you have to form that with another human being it takes time to form the love that god wants and for us you know we get to that place of love that god gives us it's still trial and error because we are still humans we make mistakes and we still are humans coming into relationships with people um with all our bags and all of who we are and our own stories um in our own perceptions of ourselves and our lives and we have had experience that you know affected us so we're coming to another relationship and being a partner with somebody and loving somebody it doesn't have to always be romantic but even with friendships and family we're coming to love these people with all, with all of our stuff okay with all of our stuff and it's not always going to be a pretty picture when that love comes along, along. and like I know in that episode Part two of how unhealed boys have taught me how to love that episode. I did create like a list at the end, or I did write a, write a, I wrote a list about what men I wanted, and um, I think my list was realistic. Um, it was a very realistic list to me. It was not like a list where I was like, oh, my man has to have a six pack, he has to be this tall, he has to have this type of income. Like, I didn't, you know, I'm not a materialistic person like that. Um, but you know, I do want to man, I want to be attracting now, <laughs> but I did not say, okay, I wanted this, that, and third, like things that I mentioned weren't, weren't realistic, but I've noticed now, like those are not things where I'm going to meet my person and they're, they're going to have all those things. And also my person might come and find me one day, or even just, it doesn't have to be romantic. It could just be relationships that I form with people, but because even if this sometimes happens with my friendship sometimes like we love each other but like there's sometimes where where sometimes in areas where I, I i've we have not been that much of a friend to each other there has been times where i've been with people and they have betrayed me in some form of a way there are some times where communication is not that great and it's not that open and we're not being vulnerable with each other these things happen um so, yes. So, even when I can ha have this list and say, I want this type of man, he probably won't be able, if I meet this man one day, whoever he is, he is probably not going to be able to give me all those things that were on my list. But it's not, and I made whatever list he got for the woman he want. I'm probably not going to be able to make that list up, um, be everything on that list when, he, you know, I come in his life. But if we, if you connect with somebody and y'all are willing to like y'all love each other y'all accept each other and y'all you know build the connection enough have a connection enough with each other to form a deeper relationship with each other you can build upon those things that you want in a relationship you can build upon it, it takes a lot it takes time patient takes communication um it takes willingness um it takes vulnerability it takes all of these things to form this relationships with this person. And sometimes when, if the relationship just messed up, let, let, let it go. Don't try to be on another with this person. <laughs> if this person abusing you, this person is talking down on you, I don't care if you love this person, love them from a distance. There, it's okay to love people from a distance too as I'm healing with things. I, you know, it's such thing as having boundaries. It's loving somebody from a distance. It is choosing to end relationships with certain people, especially if it's no good for you. Those things happen too. So if, if the person not good with you, just let it go. You can't you can't build off of nobody that's bringing you down. Let that thing go. 
but if it's worth fighting for, if it's worth getting through things because you both are willing to do the, that type of work, then it's worth it. Stay with that person. Stay connected with that person um, and build with that person. And once you know that you can build with each other, of course, things on that list are going to start to happen for both of y'all. Y'all are both going to get that, you know, that need met. Um, you're both going to be enough for each other. You're both going to be enough for yourself. Um, just know that you can build that type of love with somebody. Like I said before, it comes with trial and error, but that love is not impossible. Um, it's possible, but it might take time. And I also learned, like, knowing that I, I can't, you know, magicize love and everybody's as much as I have a view about love and how it's so beautiful and stuff. Everybody don't have this view about love. <laughs> so they might try to love me in the most effed up way, y'all. Like, you gotta be you gotta be careful with those people. But instead, like, even with learning that, not to, like, exaggerate love. Like, when you come to this, you know, this love game and loving people and loving humans, you gotta be like Harvey. If you don't love like Lori Harvey, okay? Like, she be with people and she just don't accept BS from what she experienced with a man. And, um... Because if the man is giving BS or it's not giving men that she can build with, she let those men go easily. Like, I'm moving in my Lori Harvey age. And me and even this uh, girl I'm cool with, we were talking about, like, it girls. And he was like, Lori Harvey is, is an it girl. And um, some people would be looking at her like she be doing too much. She be hopping from man to man to man. But honestly, she's a young woman who is dating right now. She's dating. She's enjoying herself. And... Like she, before she, she said, like, always make sure that you are the prize to a man. Because a man is going to go out the what he wants. Okay? So if a man doesn't put you in a position as, as a woman to make sure you feel as a prize and he's investing into you and he is loving you and giving you all those things because that's what men want to do. They feel needed once they can, you know, take care of you if you allow them to take care of you, which I've been learning too. Because I'd be like, mm, I could do everything myself. Like, nah, girl, if you don't let that man take care of you. <laughs> Um, let him do it. Shoot. He want to do it? Let him do it. And that makes your man feel good. So, go ahead. But, um, yeah. But if a man doesn't put you in the place, ladies, to make you feel as if you were the prize and constantly has you feeling like the prize, he is not allowing you either to be in your feminine energy. You as a woman should always be in your feminine energy. And your man should be his masculine one. He should be taking care of you. He should be loving you. And um, now to the point where he, you know, he's stressed about it now. He's stressed about it. He can't tip it. Leave that man alone. He had, you know, take care of himself first, um, so he can take care of you. But, um, but yeah, but like Lori, she just makes sure that she's in a position too to be the prize. And that's kind of like what I want to do now too, just to be open about it because I feel like now, like I am still going through a process of healing myself. Like it's continuously happening. Um, I'm never gonna be fully healed, but there is a few situations. You know, there's a few things going on in my life that I still feel like I want to learn from, um, still process, still settle, um, figure things out. There's, you know, still these areas in my life that are happening right now. And I don't feel like, I feel like I'm at a good place right now to be in a relationship with somebody. But I do know for myself that I want to, you know, date right now. I want to date right now. And I was I would suggest dating. Don't go into the whole dating experience um, feeling as if you have to rush into, you know, a thing. You're trying to find your husband, especially if you're young. Now, if you were older 
and you want to date to find your husband, that's one thing because you older. You're like, girl, it's about that time. Go ahead. But if you're a person like, I'm pretty young, so go out there and just date for a time. Especially I need to date because of me. Baby, I ain't had that many good experiences. I just had toxic ones. <laughs> they have not all been toxic. I'd be exaggerating. This, there has been like good moments I've had with guys. But um, I just want to figure out more so because I want more pleasant experience that I've experienced with guys. And I've had a one recently, but I just want to experience a little bit more. Um, and I just want to go through the whole experience of just dating um, right now, which I'm comfortable with doing that just because I know that I'm not at a place where I, I almost said I'm not committed, but like I just want to date right now. I'm very comfortable with saying that instead of looking at it, getting into a relationship with people like, is this my husband? <laughs> Is he going to be my boyfriend or not? He's going to pass the test. Like, no, I just want to be in somebody's present right now and just enjoy them and, you know, just enjoy each other's company right now. That's what I want right now. Before, I used to be looking for my man. But, like, now, I just want to enjoy somebody's company. I want to date. I want to be courted. I just want this gentle wife with someone right now. That's just what I want right now. Um, and everybody that's young, date. Go out here and just enjoy another person's company right now. We are young. We don't have to rush things. And we do have this time now where it's like we can build our own selves up. We can love ourselves now. We can care for ourselves now in an individual way instead of finding that with somebody else now. And since we have that time now, we are the generation that gives that to ourselves now. Take advantage of it. Teach, us, teach yourself to love yourself and care for yourselves. And then now you have kids that you can teach them the same thing. We are trying to build generations before us. We are trying to build generations to come that love themselves, especially as black people. We have to do that. Um, we've experienced so many traumatic things before, but like, if you can do that for yourself in this generation now, please do it so that you can give those to your kids um, because your kids need it to be an adult that doesn't have to heal from nothing traumatically that, you know, can be like, even though I went through this and that, my mom and my, mom and my daddy loved me. And um, I do have that support from them. I have great relationships with them. Please do this for yourself so you can give it to other people that's coming after you. Please. You know, please. So as you, if you're young, um, just enjoy your time and figure out what you like and what you don't like. Okay? Um, and don't be scared of it. Just, you know, just love. And so finally ending this video off from, you know, what I've been learning through about love during this healing journey. Um, is that I'm still learning about love and I'm still learning how to love myself. Um, I'm not like, you know, completely healed. Like I said before, I probably will never be. Why well, would not ever be? You, you won't ever be fully healed. Um, but I still know I'm still going through the process of learning how to be the best person for myself and to love myself the best way. Um, and it's by getting to know myself and, you know, unraveling the onion of trauma it's like different folds the devil has a surprise in every single one fold the one fold is not the same you learn one thing about yourself then it's like, okay i stem it stemmed from this and then you learn something else about yourself it stemmed from that and i'm a very like as i've been noticing something about my characteristic like and who i am and the person that experienced trauma like i am very sensitive and i'm very emotional and um i also want to say my therapist told me this recently because i told her like People say, like, I'm real, I've been real sensitive. I'm really emotional. Um, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And, like, I shouldn't be doing that because you're just too sensitive. 
And people look at it as a bad thing, but I think to a certain extent it's a good thing because um, people that are more sensitive, um, people who are more overthinkers about things, they usually are the people that are the most creative people. They're usually people that are influencers. They are usually people who are therapists. They're usually people who are people that tries to heal the world. These are these people. So when people tell you that, be like, okay, I'm a healer. <laughs> I'm a great influencer. Um, I can change someone else's life by me being so sensitive. Accept that and know that about yourself. But anyways, um, yeah, I've experienced trauma. I'm very sensitive. And for me, and I'm an overthinker. So when all these things happen and I look at my life or I look at somebody else's life, I can be very like putting pieces together. Like, I've noticed that about myself. Like, I can be like, okay, I experienced this one thing. And I can tell that it stems from this thing. And then I'm like, okay, well, heal this area of yourself. And then find this resource or read this book. Look into this and just try to figure out how to heal from it. And even when I talked to my therapist, she just she was like, you're doing better. And it just seems like you're, you're understanding a lot of things. Like, you don't, it hurts you. But, like, you understand what is truly happening here. You don't look at it as, like... Oh, I just regret this thing or I just like hate this thing about myself. It's just like, how can I heal this place of myself? And you just I'm very intuitive, which I've I've been noticing about myself. And I love that ability that I have. Um and that makes me my love my little self a little bit more. Because that's something I, I love about myself is that I'm that way. Um and you should just look at yourself sometimes too. Even if you talk a lot, you very talkative, love that about yourself. People might be like, You talk too much. Well, I know how to build connections with people. I know how to network. Y'all are, y'all are very good at doing this. So love that. <laughs> love that characteristic of yourself. Um, if you are book smart, love that about yourself. If you are street smart, love that about yourself. If you are very loving and caring to people, love that about yourself. Some people don't, and you're going to learn that some people don't desire the love that you give them. But love that you are a loving person. Like just learn these things about yourself and just love it. Um, and during my loving process, I'm learning. I'm loving to learn every little piece of me, my scars, um, my mistakes, um, my my achievements, um, my growth. I've been loving to learn every inch of who I am, um, and to accept myself. And it's been it's been a good journey so far. Um, but like before, I was a, I was a hot mess. I'm getting better and better every day. Um, it takes time, um, but it also takes me just being real with myself about a lot of things too. But yeah, you gotta learn to be real with yourself because healing is not about being fake with yourself or that you just you gonna read affirmation a day and just feel so good. Like healing is hurtful. <laughs> healing hurts. Like it hurts. Um, and some days you're just gonna feel like <sighs> sad, still, and it's gonna happen. Um, every day is not rainbows and sunshines. It's storms that come, but you gotta know how to go through the storm, baby. You can't like skip over it. You can't hide from things. You just gotta go through it. Um, some things just hurt. You gotta accept that it hurts. And what you gonna do now? You gonna move accordingly? You gonna continue to be in a place where it hurts you, or are you going to say this is hurting me and saying to myself like I'm not entertaining this no more. I gotta put up my boundaries now with you, or. I have to limit certain things with a person because, like, I know that you are hurting me or a certain environment hurting me, it's hurting me or certain groups of people are hurting me. Um, 
yeah, you just gotta figure all this stuff out. It is a, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's something. <laughs> um, and I think even if you are going through all of this and you have enough courage to say, I'm going to help myself and face my trauma, um, and go through the healing journey of doing so with all of its uphills and downhills, with all of its uphills and downhills, um, just know that you are doing a good job. It's not easy, but your ability to still climb every single day, your ability to fall down and get back up, um, you prove to yourself that you are doing a good job. You prove to other people, they probably won't tell you this, but you are doing a good job. Um, and they looking at you like you have so much strength. I'm looking at y'all like y'all have so much strength. Um, and you are not going to be where you started out. You're going to be different. And I love that for me. I love that for anybody else that's going through that journey. Um, yeah, you're just doing a good job. Give yourself that credit. <sighs> but yeah. Hopefully I wasn't too all over the place with that episode. Cause I, you know. I don't know. But... Yeah, <laughs> and it's Sunday. I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I hope this video was very insightful for you all, and I really hope that you are taking away a lot of love from the healing journeys you you all are on. <laughs> You are on healing journey um i pray that you are taking in all of all of your love that you give yourself and being satisfied with that love because that love baby is enough okay it's enough and i'll see y'all the next video yeah bye